What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the RXP podcast. Of course, this is the podcast where a bunch of working professionals talk all about their love for movies, TV shows, and video games. This week, though, we are doing our deep dive as we have a peer review on part one of Stranger Things Season 4. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Matt, and today I am joined by our longtime friend, Yasser. What is up? Testing. Testing. Yep, yep, my mic is working. Hello. All right, perfect, <laughs> perfect. This is the first step. This is the first step, and and once we get this first step, like, we're, we're basically doing this thing, this whole podcasting thing. Lots of the races you know? now, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. So, Yasser, season four, part one. Stranger one, Things. Stranger Things. You and I have a mutual love for Stranger Things. Yes, we do. Um, one, I, I hate that this is split into two parts, but like, I get it because my hype is just like through the roof. Right. <laughs> like I am ready for July 1st so much. It's crazy. And I, I honestly, I guess that's what they're doing it for. Maybe just to build up hype. That's my guess too. Honestly, I'm not totally opposed to it. I kind of like to have some time to digest episodes. And so between the fact that I do usually watch one episode per day, like at most, mm-hmm. and the fact that now we get even more time to digest, I don't know. I kind of like it. Not going to lie. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot to digest. I know. You you like, you need like a ton of Pepto and you need to like <laughs> just, just soak it all in, man, because these are some chunky episodes. Yes, they are. It's like an hour and a half. And how Is long it, are it, the last two episodes? I... I was thinking it's over two hours. The last episode is. I, I think it's like a full led, full fledged movie almost. And then the second to last episode is how long? I think it's also pretty long. I don't know, but oh like, gosh. these are ridiculous numbers. Yeah. Which honestly, I'm for because we're watching like an hour and a half TV shows, and I'm enjoying every second of it. It does not <laughs> right. feel like an hour and a half. Um. So I guess just starting off, like we're starting. Season four, I honestly completely forgot what happened in season three. So I watched like a 15 minute video. Oh, did you? But yeah, yeah. It just like went through season one through three. Yeah. I, was, I was very thankful for it. Um, back at it. The wheelers have moved. Yes, they uh, have. Hopper is in Russia. Uh, Eleven doesn't have her powers. Boom. We're back in it. Starting episode one. What's your initial thoughts? Like, what did you think about this first part of the season initial thoughts oh my gosh that's all that's a lot to answer in one go um well like you i i also didn't remember very much because it's been so long like you said mm-hmm. uh, i thought about doing something similar well i was like kind of considering should i do that or should i just rewatch all the last mm-hmm. all the first three seasons um and then i saw netflix had this like recap that was like two minutes long I, I decided to watch that first, see if that gave me enough. And I thought it was good. Like it gave me all the the major notes from okay. the last season. I was like, okay, I, I feel prepared enough. So my plan is to just go in kind of semi-blind because I don't remember everything, obviously. And then I think I'm actually going to rewatch everything between this gap. Anyways. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. But with that in That's mind, a lot. it is a lot. a lot. But there's a lot of time in between, I think. So I'm not really That's watching anything currently. So I might as well is the way that I see it. As far <laughs> as what I thought of the 
the latest season, I think it might be my favorite season. Again, I don't remember the first three that vividly, so it's hard to say for mm-hmm. sure until we probably do this again for the part two. Uh, but mm. for me, it's been like the most enjoyable, um, in my opinion, right off the top of my head. There's so much that happened uh, that it almost gave me like Game of Thrones vibes, and the fact that like you're jumping around like three different places every episode, and you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, oh shit, I forgot that we haven't uh, seen what uh, like Mike has been doing these mm-hmm. last couple episodes. And speaking of which. We don't even know where Mike and his crew are after, uh, like since maybe episode five, right? I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like we kind of like lost their plot halfway through. So it's going to be interesting to see how they bring it all together at the end. I love the season. I thought it was a lot of fun. And like you said, the hours of episodes absolutely flew by. I was just absolutely floored by this, this season because this released at the same time as Obi-Wan. I booted up Obi-Wan, enjoyed it, fantastic, like very reminiscent of the original trilogy. Really? Gave me, you know, like, uh, you know, just something that I I felt like I have known all my life, which is Star Wars. You know, it's it's just like I felt good about it. Now, when you say vibes of the original trilogy, you don't mean like Jar Jar Binks vibes, right? (laughs) No, no, like four through six, four through six. Um, Oh, okay. So I I felt, you know, I felt like energized. I was ready. I hopped into season four of Stranger Things (laughs) and I was like, what is this? What like this has taken such a turn that I did not think would happen. It like went straight horror, and I don't True. I don't know if I expected that, um, because like in the first episode, oh, and maybe I should go ahead and say this. You know, spoilers are going to happen. Uh, sorry, I should have told you six minutes ago. Anyway, in the first episode, that cheerleader is getting haunted, and then. She dies by getting like crunched up, her eyes gorged out or gouged yeah. out. It was crazy. <laughs> like I did not expect it. Uh this Vecna dude. Uh-huh. Excellent. So excellent. Cool. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. He's like a uh the like love child of Freddy Krueger and uh the dude um who just got added to Dead by Daylight uh, with the box. What's his name? Pinhead. Pinhead yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> crazy vibes from both of those dudes but absolutely terrifying yeah you could tell there is a lot of inspirations that this season took from various horror movies and just 80s vibes in general which continues from Mm -hmm. the first three seasons which i love i don't know why i love 80s vibes so much like we're not 80s kids but for some reason (laughs) just i vibe with 80s vibes (laughs) yeah it there's just something about it there's just something about it i i'm with you because I love the multiple multiple storylines happening all at once. I think that sometimes some people fumble it and mm-hmm. you get to a point where it's like you're going down a road and then they jump to the other path and you're like, dang it. Like I, I wanted to stay on that road. Right. But for this season, I felt like I was invested in every single one, whether it was Hopper or whether it was Eleven. I, I was into it everything yeah i totally agree i think it's really easy to fumble that like you said you could either get bored from one of the plot lines or you just get lost because there's just so much going on and you're jumping around so much but i think they did a good job of stringing it together and made sure that all the plot lines were at least somewhat interesting and i feel like some of them 
Um, like the Hopper one, for example, I thought it took a little bit more time to get going, but once once it did, I thought it was it was great. Um, in comparison to the other ones that kind of started out really hot, like the one like what was happening in Hawkins, obviously, there was a bunch of mm-hmm. cool things going on immediately. But the Hopper storyline took a little bit longer. But once you got towards the end of the first part of this season, some crazy stuff was going on, to say the least. Just crazy. <laughs> you know, you talk about Game of Thrones, and that Russian guard is from Game of Thrones, the uh, the faceless man that trained Arya Stark. Oh, you mean the the traitor guy? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I never put yes. that together <laughs> until you just dude. So good. Yeah, so good. good I loved his character. In Game uh, of Thrones I thought or <laughs> in Strange both. Yeah, both. I agree. <laughs> um, I he's like one of those guys. Like he was a faceless guy in Game of Thrones, and I feel mm-hmm. like I made a remark like. I've never seen this dude in anything else. And I think this is the second thing I've seen him in. Like, yeah. but fantastic. Just like so, so, so good. Yeah. Um, very really different character it. this time around too. Like not yeah. as like restrained as what he was in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So as far as this whole show, because I, I feel like if we don't try to limit ourselves, we'll go on for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. I want to know kind of like, what would you say is your biggest moment of this entire season? Oh, man. <laughs> and if you need time to think, I've got one locked and ready. Go for go. it. Go first. Go first. <laughs> because what I love, uh-huh. and this is going back to the multiple paths that we're going down, yeah. is the small connection that was made at the end of the season where we're going down Elle's path. Oh you know, man! Time and Hawkins. I think I know where you're entire, going. The yeah. entire, the entire time, thinking that she is the reason of this massacre at Hawkins Lab, and right. I think that like it was the the massacre at Hawkins Lab was the you know episode seven title. Mm-hmm. You're going down this an, entire way. You hear about number one in passing earlier in the season, like once, and yeah. then when you realize that not only is number one, the person that she is like having a confidant on, she releases his powers, he then kills everyone, yeah. and then she sends him into the upside down, and that's Vecna. She created the fucking gate. <laughs> she created it this entire time. Yasser, let me let me just tell you. I went halfway through the season, and they're like, someone, Mike, Mike was telling somebody like, yeah, you know, they... They just try to kill L like anytime they get. And I was thinking, why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why why on earth are they trying to kill this one small child right. who's not a small child anymore? But they put it together. So and I well, actually too. understand now why this why the entire four seasons have actually happened. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of this little like pocket of lore that happened in episode seven that absolutely blew my mind honestly i totally agree with you i think that was a huge mic drop when they did that because i so i think they did give us a decent amount of hints going in uh like for example when brenner was saying like we got to hold off on the truth we don't want to tell her right away blah 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 i felt like there was something that they were not telling us Mm. Um, and the fact that like, yeah, of course, we all assume she did it based on how they showed us the massacre. But the mm. fact that they re- they were telling us that there is a secret that they're keeping from her 
made me think about that a little bit more and made me think maybe she wasn't the person who did it. But the fact that it came all the way around to him being Vecna too is what really blew my mind because I couldn't figure out why that this would have been happening before Eleven even was born, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was the biggest question mark, at least for me, is like how could this have possibly been happening even before the massacre at Hawkins and before the entire timeline? And this seamlessly puts it all together because you realize that one was doing this shit before he even came into the lab with Renner at all. And so Mm -hmm. what the dad thought he experienced is not anything like what actually went down, which is just so good, in my opinion. I don't think I have anything that can top that. (laughs) Yeah, like it's honestly the moment. And I it's one of those moments where I think it really defines this series because it was almost like a payoff four seasons in the making. Yeah. And that it just tied in that with the whole Victor Creel thing going on and on and on. And I was like, I I honestly don't know. I know I'm going to have to care about this Victor Creel storyline. You know, like it's spooky, but like it's giving me the context. But then I'm like, okay, was that just to tell us the context? But yeah. that it's Victor Creel's son? Just, just shocking. Just <laughs> absolutely shocking. Um, yeah, it made me think like how long they knew this. I, I uh... I read a couple interviews uh, that they posted after I watched the full part one of the season. Uh And the writers were saying that they knew like broad strokes of what was supposed to happen, but they didn't know the specifics on how it all went down. So I just think that that's incredible that they were able to put it it together that seamlessly Mm -hmm. um, where it didn't feel like it was just hacked on at the end, like Game of Thrones, for example, or like... countless other shows that just really quickly wrap up things and of course we still have Mm -hmm. two long episodes to go where they can go into even more detail if they want to but i just think they did a really good job of doing that reveal without it being like rushed in a way like a lot of shows Mm -hmm. do i was watching uh movies that made us i feel like i've been watching this it's it's one of those things that i go back to i really need to start watching it i remember we talked about this during batman too like anytime I have a lull in shows that I need to watch, mm-hmm. I just like pick up an episode. They were talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas and how they hired a writer, and that writer I guess got like addicted to cocaine <laughs> and like blew all their money, and they had to go on with production. So they made the songs, and from the songs they made the entire script like all last minute, and it's crazy like to see kind of where we've gone from now to knowing broad strokes in storylines right to being able like this is so detailed and like such a it was like beautifully represented in the script to where when i knew about it was when 11 was knowing about it like that it wasn't super obvious to where i knew like three episodes ago and i was waiting for them to tell me what i already knew right. like that to yeah, me is exactly. just just brilliant just so so brilliant yeah, I totally I, agree I really, with you. Oh, oh, go ahead, I really sorry. like how Vecna is kind of like a person. I, I think my biggest beef with season two in season three, season two, I'll be honest, don't remember too, too much about what was going on. <laughs> season three was like the mind flare and it was basically this big like meat. Oh, was mind uh, flare not season two? 
I, you know, maybe I don't I remember think season it was, two either. <laughs> um, you know, I can't, actually no, the Mind Flayer was season two, but it was like personified in season three. I think okay. it like turned into that like meat spider and it like messed up the mall and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I'm an expert, Yasser. I watched a 15 minute YouTube video about this. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, listen. All right, um, but I I love that this. I'm just scared to death. Anytime that they're in the upside down or they're just in a group, that they can just kind of like click and then be with him. That to me is just so terrifying. With the whole Max thing, uh, Max kind of like getting picked on because she has like all this trauma. Mm-hmm. And then more recently with Nancy going through the portal to get back to the real world. And then boom, she was with that was pretty cool because yeah. of uh, what's her face from season one. Uh... Barb? <laughs> Barb, it's Barb, yeah. Barb, okay, cool. <laughs> um, Sorry, Barb. And it was chilling when he was like, do you ever, he like asked her something like, like, do you remember this, Nancy? Like, I remember everyone I killed. And it's like, he's been here the entire time. Yeah, that was a really cool tie back to the first season, which I was not expecting. Yeah. But I, I love that they pulled that off. I, I think you're absolutely right. I totally agree with you that Vecna is a much more relatable character now especially at the end of the season when we understand who Vecna is. I thought I was a little bit less relatable early on because he was this like, kind of like how Dustin explained him. He was like this five-star general now that was just the next bad guy. It's like, okay, well, that's cool, Mm -hmm. I guess. They just keep getting stronger. But now that we understand that Vecna was like the one in charge of all this, the one that has started all this being that he's number one, uh, definitely makes them much more relatable because we have that backstory now with Eleven that really paid off, I think, in the end. Um, and I really like that the fact uh, they used Vecna to kind of push a lot of other storylines throughout the show. Like they introduced several characters using Vecna's storyline where you got to see other students that we don't we didn't see in previous seasons and what their insecurities were. And how mm-hmm. that ties into what Max's insecurities were after season three with her brother dying. I thought it was really well done. And uh, we talked about this a little bit on a text message thread, but we almost thought Max was going to die. Like we were <laughs> we were pretty sure that her her days were numbered. So close. And then she just survives by the skin of her teeth. That was by the skin of the skin of the plot armor. (laughs) Yeah, that was an incredible ending of the episode. Like I was, I fell out of breath. (laughs) I I'm so glad you said that because honestly, like the ballpark moment. If it wasn't that final episode, it was that episode four or five. Yeah, when other Max was like almost dying and Vecna was throwing things at her yeah. from above. I honestly that scene ended and I finally breathed. Like I <laughs> I I, <laughs> right. I was like holding I was holding my breath and I'm like this is it. This is it. Is this like she's like saying her goodbyes in this weird way. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I guess 
is this all that she has to give as a character? Like, are they really cutting her short? And I'm so glad they didn't because I, mm. I do think that she's got more to say. You know, maybe she'll only last one more se- one more episode, but like, <laughs> I'm glad she at least made it this far. Um, no, I totally but... agree with you. I love Max as a character. Like, I think she's one of the most mm. underrated mm-hmm. characters on the show uh, because she doesn't get as much screen time as a lot of the main characters do. I think she really is a side character in a lot of ways. But mm. the emotional depth of her character and her backstory, I think is one of the best on the show. And it would have really been sad, in my opinion, if they they cut it short there. Um, but I'm, I'm just glad they didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she really has stepped up. And, like, honestly, I think a lot of the characters that have come back have, like, been fantastic. No yeah. one is wasted. There's, like, no character that has come back that I'm like dang it you again like why are you <laughs> why are you here again right no we winona don't. Ryder is less and less annoying from the first season like she's getting better with every season it's just great it's a great time i've never okay so i i listened to that one episode that you guys were talking about stranger things briefly and mm-hmm. i was slightly offended by the winona Ryder. uh <laughs> discussion there i don't know what else to call it you guys were shitting on her pretty hard <laughs> i don't think she's been like fantastic throughout the entire show but i thought her plot line with like the lights and everything where she was this like crazy woman crazy mother trying to get her son back i thought it was really good um but it was funny to listen to you guys talk about winona reiner <laughs> Like, season one was just crazy. And honestly, like, I'm not a mother, so maybe I would be the exact same way, like, if I was in her shoes. So, like, I I, I enjoy it. I'm just much happier that she knows that Will is at home, safe, <laughs> um, even though, like, a SWAT team He's came actually into their home danger, and killed everybody. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Winona Ryder doesn't know about it, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> now she's just doing karate moves with her, with her best friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Yuri. Can well, we talk about Yuri, Yuri for oh a second? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> the- that dude is amazing the scenes with winona uh the guy who plays murray and then the guy who plays yuri are just incredible they're just incredible (laughs) they're so good comedic brilliance between the three of them and when murray decides that he's actually a capable uh like karate sensei or whatever you want to call it and goes full karate mode on us (laughs) oh my god it was so good (laughs) and then he like knocks out yuri an accident he's in the zone and he's like he's like (laughs) pumped about it he's like yeah call me sensei (laughs) what was his line it was like my 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 uh my hands are crows or something i don't even know what it was it was incredible (laughs) Uh, yeah there was there was it was something crazy but that storyline murray honestly has just aged like a fine wine yes he has that actor is so good and him with yuri is even better yeah especially when he's trying to impersonate yuri so funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the multiple so, times so that you think he's gonna get caught it's like ah no you're just a bigger shithead than we thought yeah yuri's great we love um, yuri here i yeah we're big yuri fans um i'm also a big fan of argyle 
who oh, yeah. I thought that Yuri was going to take the cake, but then Argyle came out of nowhere, and I'm like, this dude, this dude knows what's up. He is so funny. Everyone knows uh, you need like, to have the classic like California stoner if you're going to have California scenes. Like that's just it's, it's a rule. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, like we don't make the law. All right, we <laughs> right. we just uphold it here. Um, that dude so funny. Um, I find all of the humor, like all the weed humor, just super funny. Um, even in the beginning when Eleven is like writing Mike and she's like, um. <laughs> Jonathan and his best friend um, eat vegetables together or, or like something. But she told me not to tell tell what's, whatever her name is about yeah. it. Um, whoever Winona Ryder's character is. I forgot her name. Uh, um, Joyce. Joyce. That was it. I was about to call her Nancy. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's not like right. Um, Argyle is just so funny. Oh, it's he's so funny. He's hilarious. My, I think my favorite moment is when they bury the police officer. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to put a tombstone <laughs> from a pizza he box. Puts a tombstone, and he's like, "I'm just gonna write love, Jonathan, Mike, and Argyle." <laughs> and Jonathan's like, "You're gonna put our names?" And he's like, "They're common names." And I'm like, "What person is named Argyle?" <laughs> I love Argyle, oh, man. It's so funny. Like, I I just feel like there's so many lines. That I'm gonna I'm gonna want to rewatch this season just to listen to them again. Absolutely, he's got classic lines that I don't know off the top of my head, but I just love them. Like at the like when the he came through to deliver a pizza as the shootout was happening, he had a classic <laughs> line. I don't remember what it was, but my god, I was laughing my ass. <laughs> he's like, "Buyers throwing a party, not cool, man." <laughs> Oh my gosh. And how he was just just, like so clueless. Like, why? Why do they have guns? (laughs) Oh, he was so good. We love you, Argyle. Argyle and Yuri forever. Forever, (laughs) man. Forever. (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, Yeah, this season honestly just has everything. Like, it has the humor, it has the drama. It has the lore that brings it back to everything. Mm-hmm. I I honestly can't think of anything I would want more or less of going into part two. Yeah, no, I agree. I think they did a really good job of balancing more or less all the characters on the show. And like we haven't even talked about like Steve Harrington and um, Nancy's a little subplot. Like there's a lot going on in that subplot that we haven't even touched on. And they did a really good job with that too. And pulling Robin in as like the third mm-hmm. wheel of that crew is is fantastic because i love robin's character and i wanted her to get more screen time and she's gotten it this season and i mm-hmm. love every minute of it um i it's really crazy to think but like everywhere i think of or everything i think of as far as like the plot lines they followed and the characters of the show i have nothing but good things to say which is which is crazy <laughs> Steve Harrington continues to have the best character arc of any TV show that has come through recently. Like, that dude, from the beginning, rooting against him, being like, Nancy, you deserve better. Right. Now, season four, I'm like, Nancy, dump that weed-smoking <laughs> dude from California away. 
get back with Steve. He's the ultimate babysitter. <laughs> yeah, Be and, with him. And the show's like guiding us towards that plot line too. Like, oh my gosh, there's so much to unravel there. <laughs> and you know, like I, I, I do, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic because this season has gone flawlessly at this point in my mind. Mm-hmm. I, I know that all three storylines are going to con- converge together right. and just like become this big storyline at the end. And there's a lot of complex storylines happening, and I just hope everybody sticks to the landing. And right. I think it could be done, but whew, that's that's a lot of pressure because it's super detailed and super good right now. Yeah, I agree. It's gonna be crazy when all like five plot lines are coming together all at once mm-hmm. these last two episodes. Because honestly, like as much as I love Steve, like trust me, we've talked about this at length. We love Steve. Um, Jonathan yeah. Byers has gotten like the short end of the string uh, this season so far. But yeah. I fully expect him to be in the mix towards the end. And he's going to do some badass shit too. And they're, yeah. they're going to have to reconcile whatever the fuck they're going through, him and Nancy. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's obviously something there too. So I'm not, I'm not fully on board with like, hey, this Steve Nancy thing has to happen. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it all kind of, whether or not it's clean or not, I'm not sure, but how it kind of wraps up at the end. I think we might lose some people. You know, like yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised oh, if yeah. we lost Steve or Jonathan. Because I don't think that oh. Nancy's going to be able to reconcile having both of them alive. That's the way I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's really sucks to hear because like, you know, we're going to at least lose one, if not two, if not more, like there's no way we've had so many close calls and there's been how many deaths in Hawkins? Three Mm -hmm. so far. If you don't even count the cops. Yeah. Yeah. So this dude is going at it. He's going to get to it and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, if sure. nobody died, it would be a little bit strange because number one's like way too strong. Like he's stronger than 11. I think it's going to yeah. cause or it's going to require someone to die for 11 to get yeah. upset again, like upset enough where she mm-hmm. is able to actually throw or trade blows with him because he's like in a whole nother league. And we saw that mm-hmm. back in the flashbacks, which obviously 11 has grown a lot since then, but she's still not nearly where he was at that point. So yeah. considering where he is now, I think we're going to see some bloodshed. Also, is this uh, going to be the last season? Like, is this it? Or has that not been confirmed yet? You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet. Okay. Honestly, my question is, I guess it depends on how they end it, but if they destroy Vecna, the story I feel like over. this is a perfect time to stop this series I would agree. like stop it on top yeah uh i would i would be worried if they continued on um yeah but yeah i don't know i mean i totally agree with you but what what show goes out on top like this like they're gonna probably be breaking records if i had to guess with this mm-hmm. season so i can't imagine them breaking records and then saying okay we're done but yeah you're right like if Vecna dies there's nothing to go mm-hmm. off of so they would have to they would have to have like a teaser at the end or something to make it make sense yeah 
So it's like, oh, we made all this money. Yeah, I'm good. This <laughs> right. is enough. Yeah, I'm sure Netflix has always said that. Yeah, yeah, of course. As like <laughs> they're reeling with other shows right now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are we in agreement that we would want it to end here, or do we want them, like, in our heart of hearts, to find a way to keep it going? Because obviously, we both love the show. So, I think it's an honest question to ask. You know, I love the show, but I think. I would want this to end. If Vecna is defeated, I would want it to end because I want it to end on top. The problem with Game of Thrones, I love Game of Thrones. Every time I talk to someone about Game of Thrones, they go, didn't it end poorly? I'm like, yeah, you're right. It did. Just watch, you know, the first seven seasons i would say six but yeah i'm in agreement (laughs) yeah yeah and i don't want that to happen like i think stranger things is one of the best scenarios for a netflix show like Mm -hmm. netflix show when stranger things was beginning to happen was like almost an insult it was like a less degree of quality oh it's it's good for a netflix show and now (laughs) we know that netflix shows can be bomb and stranger things was a big part of that for sure I think I'm in agreement with you. I think it's a different situation than what Game of Thrones was and what with a lot of other shows. Uh, I mean, I could almost compare it to Lost. You know how much I love Lost. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Where it's not that you don't have storylines to work with, but you can almost overstay your welcome, which is not what happened with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, they just ran out of material because our boy uh, GRR, is taking quite a long time (laughs) on that last book. But in this situation, it's more you're just worried that they're going to overstay their welcome and it's just not going to be as good if we Mm -hmm. start losing characters and actors or actresses decide they don't want to continue doing the show. That's when it can kind of Mm -hmm. fall apart. So I think I agree with you. I think we ideally would stop here, um, but it'll be interesting Mm -hmm. to see what they do. I'm, I'm I'm on board no matter what, but I think I agree. And it, it'll be interesting, too, because maybe Dustin is right. Maybe this is a general for a bigger bad. Like, maybe, because, like, we you saw Vecna. No, but we saw he had the number one on his arm. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, he got, like, electrocuted when he went into the Upside Down. Uh-huh. He basically looked like Darth Vader, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> Anakin yeah. Skywalker at the end of, like, episode three. Nice Star <laughs> like, Wars he looked... Very good. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, just slide that right in there. Um, but, you know, now he's, like, covered in vines and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, did someone heal him and give him special powers? Oh. Like, what? what is this? Like, did someone find him in the Upside Down? Whoa. And it has been using him to get back to 11, but maybe they're, like, trying to take over the world. You know, like, that classic man behind the curtain you know dude i think when you said that i got shivers i feel like you just like unlock something but we'll see that would be really interesting because i could totally see that i could totally see that so if that happens then let's do it like one (laughs) final season yeah but if vecna is it and they don't reveal that there's someone else yeah i just i hope it you know goes off on top Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm all right, final predictions on who's going to die next next season? Oh, man. Okay, how about we do a draft? <laughs> okay. Like, All right. who's your number I, one pick if you're, if you're sure that this guy's I've got die? pen and paper. <laughs> okay, uh, should I um, open up Notepad? Okay, you go. It's fine. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, give you first, I'll give you first pick. 
I'll give you first pick. And the first pick of the, the 2022 Stranger Things Death Draft. Yasser you know, selects. You know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go Ooh. with 11. Whoa. Yeah. That would be pretty oh, dark. Oh, man. But that would wrap that things up. That would be very up. dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This show's over. <laughs> like, I could see it. Yeah. I could see it, though, because right. it's like, oh, I can't kill him without killing me. Like, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. That would mean no season five for you could sure. Get like that, I would those kind of Harry Potter vibes until they gave Harry his plot armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Remember that fondly. <laughs> um, all right, I I was sold with you talking about Jonathan. Um, we talked about Jonathan you know, and Steve, but it looks like you're sold on Jonathan specifically. I'm kind of sold on Jonathan. And hear me out. Okay. I think that eleven is closer to Jonathan. And I think that okay, yeah, that's true. Exactly. So you're like you were you were hyping me up when you started Uh saying to get her back to her powers, she needs that like break. And I I think it's got to be Jonathan. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. I'm gonna go with Jonathan number one. All right. Well, maybe two more picks. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, You saying that made me think of something completely different. I was about to say. Steve Harrington, I'm going to just give you a, a little insight there, even though you might use okay. it against me. Um, it's true. I'm now thinking, after you said that, that it's going to be Will. Because Will oh. is like her best friend. And that would be huge. That would be like gigantic if he it's somehow true. passed away. And obviously, <laughs> he's connected to everybody. Not only mm-hmm. her, but... The original cast of Friends, and then obviously Joyce. <laughs> so like that wow. would touch everyone, and it would be huge. Yeah, that is huge. I think that Will, or just really the Byers boys, I think that Jonathan and Will have taken a back seat. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it's like they must have something else planned. But imagine... Like everyone else... Imagine rewatching this season knowing that Will is going to die and like all the times that he stuck up for her. Man, that would be rough. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, that skater rink. Just talking about that skater rink. Oh, uh, my scene. God. Terrible. Should we talk about that? I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't even want to talk about it. Like I, My stomach hurt the entire time. That, it was just so embarrassing. That really pissed me off. I think that's one of the few yeah. uh, scenes that really bothered me. I was like, what the? Like no one, no adult cared when they wiped her out in the middle of the rink. And then everyone yeah. was shook when she slammed that girl's face in, which I thought was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, listen, you've got two skates. You got two hands. Why are you only using one? Come on, 11. <laughs> it's math. <laughs> um, all right. Pick number all right, two my, for you. My, my pick number two. Um, oh, gosh. This is, this is just so tough. You know, I... Oh gosh, I don't even. This is like picking your favorite kid, you know. It's like, or I you want to die. Favorite kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, I'm gonna go with the weird one. Okay. And I'm gonna go with Nancy. Oh. And I think it's just gonna come out of nowhere. She's already in the bad place, which makes me think she's safe. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, she's with Vecna right now. So it's like, listen, she would have already been dead, you know? But I think Nancy is going to pull in the heartstrings. I'm basically going with Jonathan and Nancy. 
and you know we'll see we'll see what happens i you know i really like your will pick though i really hate that you picked him that's really good really got him with a second pick too what a bargain i know (laughs) i know what a bargain what a bargain all right i guess i'll just wrap up with saying steve because i think i think i think you have a good point with nancy someone in that trio is gonna die and i'm not i'm not gonna say it's robin because robin's too important to me so uh one of those three are gonna die (laughs) yeah and i'm gonna go my last with mike wait wait what oh did i go first okay (laughs) yeah you went first you went first you went first um yeah and i'm just thinking about okay um i i think no that could be just as good as will potentially exactly i i think we're gonna see potentially more than one of these people die yeah in the second part i agree and so if you know if jonathan is not enough of a thing to get her going then the one person she definitely doesn't want to die is mike yeah and i think that would be terrible but i think any of these would be terrible but oof you know i'm just ready to hurt you know what we're definitely gonna have in the last two episodes whether mike dies or not is him telling Eleven that he loves her. Like, after he didn't say it in the first part yeah. of the season. It's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to be very emotional. And I don't know if that's, like, going to mm-hmm. be when one of them dies or whatnot. But when he sacrifices himself. Or Eleven sacrifices herself. Or when she herself. sacrifices yeah. herself. It's going to happen. I just don't know when or how it's going to play out. <laughs> that's a good call. That's a that's a really good call. Really good call. It, we're going we're gonna to be hitting the fields a few times, I think. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. I think you're so right. Yeah, I'm so sad about it. Um, all right. Final rank. Last thing we'll do. You've already said you're sticking with it. So far, is this on track to being your number one season of Stranger Things? Yeah, I'm sticking with that. I We can come back to this after we watch part two because that's obviously mm-hmm. part of the season. And at that point, I'll have watched the first three again. Um, so yeah. that'll be my definitive ranking. But right now, I think it's, from what I remember, this is easily the best season. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I, I think as long as this sticks the landing, there's nothing that can take it down. I think season one was great, super effective, new, everything about it was fun. Yep. But this is just so incredible it just I takes really everything to the it. next level yeah 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 like exactly. everything we loved about season one but like on steroids <laughs> and they've kind of grown up with us yeah know? like now these actors are 1920 they're supposed to be you know 14 but they're <laughs> acting so much better than they did in the first season right and right. i'm really enjoying that i really, think really enjoying that. i think that's part of why i like this season so much is because i think you've seen the actors growth across the board um and Mm -hmm. honestly i don't feel like i know that they're a lot older now i get it but i haven't Mm -hmm. felt like it's been i don't know what they did or how they did it exactly but i don't feel like it's been such a huge jump where like we need some sort of plot explanation for why this happened i feel like it works we just know it's a little bit later and Mm -hmm. maybe it's just because i don't remember season three and how how young they look (laughs) did you did you have any uh like weird feelings about that it was just because i watched you know my extensive 15 minute video ahead of time was that enough and saw and saw them being babies yeah and then now they're not like now mike is like super tall (laughs) this lanky dude but also like they're supposed to be in ninth grade and that's when 
I had a big growth spurt. So, you know, sure. this could just be part of canon, you know, like this is just what happens. Possibly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, going off of that for a second, what did you think of, uh, this might be completely rambling for no reason at this point, but, um, what did you think of the CGI they did with 11 being young again? Cause I didn't think it was that good. <laughs> I, it took me a while to realize what they were doing. Um, oh, did you not realize it was like CGI? I I didn't realize at first, and yeah. I was like, "Why? Why does she look different? Did they have to <laughs> shave her head again?" And then I realized, like, I realized after a while. Um, I didn't mind it. I knew what they had to do. Yeah, I mean, I it was like a tough situation. <laughs> yeah, it's like similar to when you have someone very, very old playing someone like in a movie or something and they dh him for like a you know flashback yeah. um I, I felt the same as that basically yeah i think you're right but the only problem with that is we saw what she looked like when she was younger and it just looked a little off is all it's not like it was that mm, off but it was okay. just enough off it's like wait a minute 11 didn't look like that <laughs> but anyways yeah total ramble i think it didn't take away from the show i just uh it, it just came to mind when we were talking about the characters ages <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Hey, if that's if that's the biggest complaint we have, I know <laughs> we've got a good season on our We're hands, doing man. Okay. We still got two episodes to go, two chunky ones. Two real chunky um, ones. Yas, thanks for thanks for joining me today. Happy and to be here. Uh, you know, hey, we're gonna talk about part two, so everyone stick on by for that. Without further ado, we will close on out. Uh, if you wanna. Tell us all about your thoughts. Hit us up on Twitter at rxp underscore podcast or on our Gmail at rxp at, or wait, rxp podcast at gmail.com. Sorry, it's been a while since I said that. Um, otherwise, uh, we will see you next time for part two. Is there going to be Grandmaster Doug? Oh, and Grandmaster Doug. Thanks, Yasser. <laughs> That's how you know I watch the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>